Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Late Night Help. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. During the next hour, the Insane Daryl Wayne and I are going to take a look at a couple of interesting things. During the second part of our show, we're going to take a look at a piece of fiction written by a medical doctor um, called Particles in the Air. And it's all about a COVID-like disease uh, that's been released, as well as terrorism as in 9-11. So we'll find out about that uh, from an immunologist uh, during the second part of our show. And her name is Jenna Podaski. Uh, during our first part of our show, we're going to take a look at um, Mark Hayden. He is an adjunct professor at the University of British Columbia School of Population and Public Health. He's published on the issue of drug control policy and psychedelics. He's worked in the addictions field in counseling, supervisory, and management positions for a number of years. Mark, I won't say how many years, but <laughs> it's it's more than three. And uh, and most importantly, Mark spells his name M A R K, and so I like that. Anyway, uh, uh, you're um, I guess one of the founders of Clear Mind Medicine. Am I correct in that? Yes, it is. Okay, that's good. What is Clear Mind Medicine all about? Well, Clear Mind Medicine has been formed around a particular molecule that is of interest. So it's called MEAI. Now, MEAI is one of the aminoindanes. Now, the aminoindanes really isn't of much interest to people generally, but those who take them describe them as being like stale MDMA, MDMA that has lost its luster. And so maybe some psychonauts like them because they like taking different molecules, but generally researchers aren't interested in them, and the, the drug-using population isn't interested either. But this particular aminoindane, the 5-methoxy-2 aminoindane, was invented and seemed to have some unique properties. Now, I've actually taken this myself. Okay. So let me describe to you what the experience is. Sure. If you take one, it feels like one beer. Not particularly interesting, but slightly euphoric and slightly relaxing. If you sure. take two, it feels like two beers, a little bit more euphoric, a little bit more relaxing. If you take a third one, 
it feels like a very, very low dose of MDMA. So that's known as ecstasy on the streets, like 50 milligrams. So what does that mean? It means you feel relaxed, safe, engaged, connected to other people's. It's not wonderful. It's not spectacular, but it is pleasant and um, it's engaging as an experience. May I ask if I've taken that many, three, I think you said. Yes. Can I drive? Can I operate machinery? Uh, Am I able to walk? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's the equivalent of two beers. So a little bit more than two beers. So you can walk as well as you can walk on two plus beers. Um, I would never recommend driving on anything. So generally don't drive on any substance at all ever. But let me let me talk about the last experience. If you take another dose, the abrupt change is best described as dramatic. And the best way that I've ever described is if you just finished eating two pieces of chocolate covered goopy cheesecake and somebody hands you a fork and puts a third piece of cheesecake in front of you. You look at the cheesecake with disgust how could you can't imagine touching it but imagine yourself in that circumstance and think why can't you touch the third piece of cheesecake you're not so stimulated you're hanging off the ceiling you're not so depressed you're lying on the floor you're not so violently ill you're kneeling in front of the toilet you're just satiated you're just absolutely and completely done and so it gives you this bizarre satiation response where you're just simply finished and so this molecule was invented. It has this effect. And the inventor of it wanted to kind of get some anecdotal data. Was it just him or a few of his friends? And so he found a woman who held MEAI parties. And she put out a table full of food. You could eat anything you want. She put out a table full of alcohol, beer, wine, whiskey, everything, anything you could drink. And she invited her neighbors over many times, you know, many different people, about a couple hundred people went through this experience. And there were two agreements. One is she dosed you with MEI as you walked in the door. And the second was she, you have to fill out a questionnaire as you left. And and, and there were no mattresses on the floor. There were no mattresses on the floor. Okay. Virtually everybody. It was a scale between one and five. Virtually everybody said it was a five on not drinking or drinking less alcohol than they would have normally. So their alcohol consumption was dramatically reduced. They also said, surprisingly to us, that they ate less food, like substantially. So we then clear my medicine was formed and they become very, very interested in what do we see? They're doing the clinical trial pathway. If you're going to turn a molecule into a medicine, you got to go through a certain series of steps. Sure. So there they proved safety and now they're working with rats to understand how a rat behaves when you give them MEI. And one of the fascinating things is it seems to have an impact on obese rats. So, let me, they, be, they become Arnold Schwarzenegger rats? Ah, so what you've just finished asking is, do they increase their lean body mass? And they actually don't. But they don't decrease their lean body mass, which many obesity treatments do result in. They reduce their fat, not their lean body, which is actually really interesting, cool, and unique. Not unique, but, but not that common. It's better than dieting. 
Well, let me also talk about <laughs> the activity of the rats. So they had all of these sensors on the cage. They measured the activity of the rats precisely. And what they knew is you can produce, if you give a rat a stimulant, it will produce this agitated behavior that is very distinctive for a rat. And what they noticed with the MEI, oh, and obese rats are inactive. They become very sluggish. And what the MEI did is it normalized the rat's behavior and their activity. So they, they started to move like a normal rat. They did the same normal voluntary wheel running, cage running, um, spinning things that a normal rat does. They didn't appear to be stimulated. They didn't appear to be sluggish. They became normalized. And when they opened up the rats afterwards, they noticed that the MEI had also normalized a number of things in their bodies, um, their insulin levels and how their body metabolized insulin had become normalized, how the, the lean body fat, the lean body tissue versus fat was becoming more normalized. Now, what was also curious about this whole experience is they also tested normal rats, not obese rats. And they had the, they gave them the choice of sugared water versus regular water. And then they gave half of them MEI and half of the rats were just the normal um, non-MEI treated group. And the MEI treated group preferred less sugar, which is fascinating. Which is, I, I'm, I'm spinning here thinking, gee, I've got 20 pounds to lose. Um, but you've also said that they, that the uh, MEAI -E uh, reduces uh, the amount of uh, alcohol a person would drink. So I, I could see this being used for addiction, weight loss. Absolutely, yes. Let me leave you with this. We're going to take a break in just a moment. Uh, popular throughout the Western United States, or all throughout the uh, United States, and into Canada, where you are in British Columbia, uh, marijuana has become very popular. So the the thought I'll I'll leave you with is, how does this MEAI relate to THC, which apparently is now legal almost every place? Um, our guest is Mark Hayden. He's an adjunct professor at the University of British Columbia School of Population and Public Health and uh, part of the, um, the mindset of Clear Mind Medicine, uh, which is uh, developing novel psychedelic medicines to solve widespread yet underserved issues. Uh, I'm Mark Allen. This is Late Night Health. Along with the insane Daryl Wayne, we invite you to visit us at LateNightHealth.com. That's LateNightHealth.com. More coming up with Mark Hayden in just a couple moments.
Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright Here Now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright Here Now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghostwriting anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Hey, listen, uh, next week there's a um, uh, a student mental health week, and we're going to try to cover that um, as uh, uh, we we talk about suicide uh, in teens and uh, college-age students. We'll do that next week. Our guest right now is Mark Hayden. He's an adjunct professor at the University of British Columbia School of Population and Public Health. We're talking about his, he's part of the company, ClearMind Medicine. And before the break, I asked about, you know, THC and marijuana becoming very popular. I've always thought, even though I personally don't like the feeling, I'd rather have a martini. That's Mark. 
That's Mark Allen. Um, I see some benefits and some uses for this. Uh, is there any relationship between MEAI and THC or other mind-altering drugs? There's no similarity in the compound, no, not at all. Um, the, I mean, can cannabis is actually a very interesting molecule because, first of all, it's unique. It's not really associated with another class of drug. It's not like LSD and psilocybin that are kind of related on, to the serotonogic system in the human brain. You know, the cannabinoids are unique. And what's interesting about them is people respond to them very differently. If you ask a dozen people how they experience alcohol or heroin, they'll give you very, very similar responses. If you ask a dozen people how they experience cannabis, they'll give you very different responses. And everybody, cannabis ranges from people love it to they hate it to they're completely addicted to it to they use it to treat other addictions and to get off of things like heroin. So it's a it's a, a very variable drug, but I wouldn't describe it as being related to MEAI, but I, I would speculate, could MEAI be used to treat cannabis addiction? I have no idea what the answer to that speculation is, but it's a curious question because what we know about MEAI is it gives you this rather fascinating satiation response that we have pretty good anecdotal evidence works for alcohol, pretty good anecdotal evidence that it works for food, does it work for cannabis for those who smoke too much? Quite frankly, I have no idea. Interesting. I, I, I didn't think that you could be addicted to cannabis. I, I guess mentally you could crave that relaxed feeling. And so it could be a, a, a mental addiction rather than a physical addiction, like having the DTs from being an alcoholic. Yeah, let me define addiction. So in this case, I define addiction as being, I used to run an addictions clinic. Okay. And so I'm defining addiction by when people come in and say, I can't stop smoking the stuff, I need help, and I want to talk to a counselor about this. I mean, that's, a, that's one definition. There are many others. There's physical addiction. Do you experience withdrawal? There's psychological addiction that has to do with compulsivity. There's, there's a variety of different addiction definitions. But this one is I've just talked to enough people who say, I can't stop smoking this stuff, please help me that I would say there is an addictive potential for this. But, you know, to be honest with you, there, if you, I love that, I love talking about addictions. You can become <laughs> addicted to many different human behaviors from sex to eating to food to shopping. And cannabis is one of those things that people can have dysfunctional relationships with. Got it. I, uh, I might be uh, addicted to procrastination. So if you could, uh, maybe that could, could be something we could work on. Um, Let, let's put off that discussion for now. Yeah, okay, we will do that. How are governments, uh, Canada and the U.S., taking a look at MEAI? Well, so far it's going through the clinical trial pathway. So you have to prove, if you think about what, what, is that, what does that mean? How do you take, when you have a molecule and you want to turn it into a medicine, what do you actually have to do? Well, first of all, you have to prove it's safe in animals. That's called preclinical toxicology. And you give lots and lots of it to animals and you look at their insides and you come up with these toxicology um, tests. And then it passes that. And then you have to prove it's safe in humans. And then you give it to humans and you do many different biometric analyses. And then you have to prove that it works for what you're saying it works in, in a relatively small group of people. And then, so that's called efficacy. 
So does it do what I'm saying that it does? In this case, does MEI reduce alcoholism? Does MEI reduce binge eating? Does MEI reduce obesity? Those are the, the research questions you ask. And then if you come up with a, a yes to that, then you move to the final stage, which is the stage three clinical trial, where you do it with a large enough population, you can say, yes, it works for everybody on the planet. And then my you can- My understanding is that if, if it only shows 50%, 50 efficacy, the FDA here in the US will approve it. You have to negotiate that with the FDA. Okay. Yes, it depends it. on the molecule. Got it. All right. I'm learning here, Mark. That's all I'm here That's for. Okay. Right? So, I mean, it, it, you know, I guess in the, uh, the basis uh, right now is you're really in the beginning stages, would you say? Yeah, where the toxicology in rats has been done. And so what they've observed is that it isn't harmful in rats. They've done some fascinating efficacy. Does it work in rats? You know, what, do we, what happens when you have a rat in a cage and then you make it obese? making an obese rat. That's quite the concept in itself. How do you make an obese rat? Well, they make obese rats and then they give them MEI and see what happens. And what we found is that it's normalizing. My, my, first, my first question when I looked at the research is, does this stimulate them? Because if you give rats crystal meth or cocaine, they will lose a lot of weight, but you also have a huge problem because crystal meth produces a dramatic problem in people's lives. So you want it to be normalizing, not stimulating. For an effective treatment to work, it has to be normalizing, not stimulating. And MEA appears through the lens of rat research to be exactly that. We, uh, we're, we're not fans of animal research here at Late Night Health. I just had to say that. Yes, um, I understand. Right? It's um, uh, cruel and unusual punishment in in my opinion okay yes you are I, not alone in that i opinion. know yes. I, I i get that and of course rats are are not our favorite uh you know if i had rats in my house i would call an exterminator i yes. maybe there's some kind of dichotomy going on here yes but, uh, or just pass the joints around <laughs> yes yeah if i get any hey uh daryl Will you help me pack some up? Uh, have them sit in the backyard with your son. Yeah. Right. So uh, the unfortunate truth of this process is you have to follow the steps that are acquired by Health Canada and the FDA. Yes. They they make the rules. We play by the rules. Gotcha. Where do you think this is going to go? Where would you like uh, uh, ClearMind Medicine to go? Well, I can see that there, we, we as a society have some huge problems. You know, I mean, alcoholism is is huge as a it's an it is an epidemic and it's really, really destructive. It's a really harmful molecule. It's one of the more harmful molecules that we take regularly. MEI could help with that. And one of the things about alcoholism is if you look at the various treatment options for it, there aren't that many of them, AA counseling and a few medicines, including things like diselfrin or antibuse, which makes you violently ill. And so nobody will ever take it twice. So MEI is an attractive molecule that people feel good taking, and then it appears that you stop drinking. 
So MEI could be either an, an alternative to alcohol or used with alcohol to help people to stop. It can be used with binge eating, potentially. It could potentially be used with obesity. You know, we obesity is a real challenge. When people are obese, it's really, really difficult for them. And there are so much information. Will you come back? Absolutely. All right. I'm enjoying talking to you, Mark. Yeah. All right. And we spell our names right. Listen, Mark, uh, thank you. Is there a website where people can go to learn about ClearMind? Yeah, That's ClearMindMedicine.com. ClearMindMedicine.com. That's easy. ClearMindMedicine.com. Listen, Mark, thank you very much. Hold on. Uh, this is Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. I know Daryl must have had a lot of questions that he would like to ask you, Mark. Yeah, when he comes back next time, we'll chat. Yes, we will chat. Um, we'll be back in just a couple of moments as we talk about particles in the air. Don't go away as Late Night Health continues. <laughs> 